You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Did you know that MyBookie.com has more than just sports gambling? Oh yeah, they've got an online casino that is amazingly fun to play and can be quite profitable. Want to sharpen some skills for a trip to Vegas or maybe another casino? You want to practice card counting, bet variants, or some exotic strategy you saw on TikTok? MyBookie.com. And of course, there's always the sports. Not just football, which we're all salivating about, but baseball, golf, tennis, boxing, MMA, and a bunch of stuff that you'll say, wait, I can bet something on that? Yes, you can. Get an account at MyBookie.com. Enter promo code ZABE so they know that I sent you. And splash around and have some fun in life, especially after you get that reimbursement check from your sales meeting in Grand Forks, South Dakota. MyBookie.com, the one, the only, the official sports book of the Zabecast. This is where the DJ talks to Oh, yeah. Feel good already. Yeah, boy. Nicely done. Yeah, boy. Very nice. Very nice. Paul Chachin, everybody. (laughs) K-Fan, Minneapolis founder of League Safe, as well as guillotineleagues.com. It is getting to be, I can smell it, fantasy football season. (laughs) Talk to me, brother. Talk to me. I'm doing my first drafts now. It's starting. It's starting. (laughs) Yep, the scent is in the air. It's all-star game, right? So there are a couple of of start points to the season for different people. All star break is one of them because I, you know, it's we're sportless for the moment, right? So you start turning your attention to a sport that matters a lot more than, let's say, the Minnesota Twins. And right, exactly. And right as we are rolling into the two deadest days of the sports radio year, yeah. Wednesday and the Thursday after the All Star game, although you can chew. People think, oh, well, you got the All-Star game to talk about on Wednesday. No, nobody cares. (laughs) Like, have you ever tried to build a segment 
much less an hour <laughs> right on it on a can't. baseball game that now doesn't matter where you know it's an exhibition for god's sake so yeah it, yes. there's not a lot of meat on that bone so wednesday and thursday are the low point low tide and then it's all up 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 and away and right in the middle of this low tide comes a no netflix reading, right? documentary called quarterback Let's do the book of, uh, y and, and it's fucking looks amazing here's it a does. snippet here there's simply not a harder position in sports than being an nfl quarterback i mean think about it as a quarterback every single play you're the focus hey 48 where you got you got the 48 you have to know everyone else's job just as well as your own you got these two over there can't hear half the time the weather's bad you got 300 pound linemen trying to kill you <laughs> win or lose you are going to be front and center Great job. you have to give credit when it's good you have to take the blame when it's bad you have to face the music when times are tough. I mean, it looks fucking phenomenal. <sighs> I just, Save, they, are, they are saying we are going to have an unprecedented level of behind the scenes and personal access to Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. And what it's a pretty amazing trifecta when you think of it this way. Patrick Mahomes is going to go on to win the Super Bowl. Kirk Cousins' team is going to have some of the most thrilling comebacks in the history of the NFL and route to an, 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 an amazing 13-win regular season. And Marcus Mariota is going to get benched. So you're going to get like the full spectrum right. of outcomes and totally different personalities, right? Kirk and is going to totally engineer all levels. these amazing comebacks, and then when it matters most, he's not going to deliver. No, <laughs> Which is all, only it wasn't even him. It was, it was a team. That was a I team know. turd is what that was. Team turd. I get it. But, you know, I, I just – the fucking hits these guys take just in that four-minute, 31-second video. And, of course, they punch up the uh, mic'd-up aspect of it so it sounds – Bad. It sounds worse than it is, although maybe it's not worse. When you hear Kirk go, oh. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's got to be awful. I think this is just the beginning of having an I oh, some sense of understanding what a quarterback gets when an extraordinary 300-pound athlete delivers right. a crushing blow to your body, and we're sitting on the couch eating popcorn. Right, you have no sense of understanding of that. They can't possibly pump it up in any way to make it worse than it already is. True. Half the hits we don't as fans even count because See, the no. ball's already gone. It's in the hands of a running back or a wideout, and we're like, mm -hmm. all right, so Kirk got hit, but he didn't get sacked. I mean, how bad could it be? Well, this this four minute thirty one second teaser from Netflix shows you just how bad it could be. But yes, the responsibilities. And just the responsibilities football-wise, as you heard from Peyton Manning talking about, got to know everyone's job. You have to you know, arrange them. You know, it's hard. You know, you can't hear. The weather's bad. People are trying to kill you. That's just the football stuff. There is a larger arc of responsibility and a front-facing media awareness that's required, you know, every, you know, Monday through Saturday on the job, yeah. which some guys are better at than others, as we've found over the years.
Oh, for sure. And that it, 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 but that is, it's kind of part of the job. And it does. Big it part of the job. That, it comes Monday with that territory. Through Saturday is a huge part of the job. I was telling somebody, I forget who I was telling this about, you know, old uh, RG3. Right. Yeah. RG three. Yeah. Great, great case. Yeah. He would, he would have all these, you know, catch, catchy memes and sayings, know your why. Right. And I get it. Like there's a point to knowing your why, why am I doing this in life? You know, what makes me excited? You know, why, you know, why am I working this hard? All this other stuff. I get it. Yeah. But he was all meme and no authenticity. And so the locker room fucking hated oh, him. Yeah. Oh. They hated him in D.C. to the point that all the stories I was hearing and quietly going, that can't be true. Or those guys are just jealous. Now, in retrospect, I'm like, oh, I see it. I know it. And that's one of the areas that RG3 failed, in addition to the fact that he never really grasped being a passing quarterback and was a, had a sprinter's body that got beaten to shit and he couldn't run as fast. End of story. End of career. Look, if you're, if you're going to do like all the catchphrases and the rah-rah and the follow me and everything, man, you better have your shit in order. You got to be great on and off the field or you just can't pull that stuff off. And it's, you know, RG, RG3 couldn't do it. In both cases, right, on and off the field. Right. And then when you try that stuff, it just feels phony and nobody wants any part right. of it. But he caught lightning in a bottle for, for a, a season. Year. For one year. And it and was then they, crazy. And that was to his detriment because you let it go to his head. He started demanding things, and it was the worst thing for him. But, hey, he's got a job at ESPN for now. More on that in a second. On the quarterback front with Mahomes, I saw where uh, Patrick Mahomes has just finished his dream home yeah. in Kansas City. There's an aerial shot of it, and it's you know a massive baller house. It's got a pool, although it looks like kind of a – plain square pool which is weird mm-hmm. no gr- yep. i can't see any grotto there and i watch pool kings charge you ever watch pool kings <laughs> no but it sounds awesome <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that sounds great you never you never watch a pool builder show no okay yeah there's like pool kings there's insane pools and i think there's maybe even <laughs> a third one yeah i watch it here's you know why i watch the pool shows so i can intently scrutinize the guy and the wife and the kids thinking, what the fuck does this guy do to be able to afford a sweet ass <laughs> pool like this? He's clearly uh, yeah, dumber a than me. Million dollar pool. Yeah, right. He's dumber than me, but he's the one getting a pool built. I ain't. So maybe I'm the dumb one. Anyway, I digress. So he's got no. A, well, hold yeah. on. Well, while we're on the digression, have yes. you seen the treehouse version of that? Uh, treehouse builders. I believe that is it. Treehouse Builders. So yeah, obviously I've, you have seen it. I've watched that show. I think show it's amazing. They, yeah, well, they, they're right. People spend a shit ton of money on a fucking treehouse. Yeah. Well, you, know, you, know, you know has a shelf life of seven, ten years most before the trees shift, the stuff gets rusty, it starts to leak, mildew, wasps, you, you name it. You're not going to want to go <laughs> in that thing. Yeah, and the kids are gone, right? I mean, so right. You, you get it because you got the four kids, and you know, then you know, I don't know, four years later, you do, and you sink in like a quarter million dollars into this three-story treehouse that yeah. is held together, you know, with all of this, you know, insane construction and all this other stuff, and they decimate some poor tree over this, and then <laughs> the kids all. Kids all get to be an age where once they can't just sneak into the treehouse and smoke some weed, ah, we're out of here. 
Right, exactly. This is where the sexual assault that's going to land your child in serious <laughs> trouble will occur in this treehouse. You sure you want to build it? <laughs> in your quarter million dollar treehouse. Right. Yes. But so Mahomes has both a pool and a pond. Cue the Caddyshack bite. Oh, you got a you got a pool and a pond over there. Where do you live? A, a oh. briar, ten briar, or two briar? <laughs> I forget the address. He's got a miniature golf hole that is synthetic okay. grass. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Back up. You don't want the pond. Who the hell wants the pond? I got I got algae bloom. I got mosquitoes. I got the thing like you know you get the you get the uh, the glaze over the top of it of of. You know, whatever the when it all when it all starts to stagnate, you got you, no, nobody wants the pond unless it's a man-made pond or something like that where oh. you can contri- completely control well, it. It is. But I don't want a pond on my lot. It is a no man-made. Way. It is a man-made pond. Although, well, then is it a pool? Then how is it different than a pool? Well, because, like you said, you know, a pond has got to be managed, and there's a lot of complications to it. I see he's got a fountain in the middle of the pond, which is. Not necessarily for aesthetics; it's to aerify the water to keep it, you know, from getting all and that so shit stagnate. you don't want. Yeah, it, right. So you don't want stagnant up, water stagnate. that helps, right. but you got to definitely dump chemicals in it. And the bigger thing is what happens when you run into a dry spell. What's feeding that pond full of water? I don't know. Maybe you have a natural spring. spring you tell me they pond? put in the pond. I, I, is I it a pond. running creek? Is it runoff? Like well, these are all now, considerations the, because the running creek is awesome. That's a whole different story than the pond because the running well, creek is it's literally you know water's running. You don't have to manage that. That's not that's that's. I would love to have a babbling brook right through my backyard. That oh, would be fantastic. Listen, no, I want no part of a pond. Listen, there's a there's a guy I knew from high school who had a home out here in the country in Virginia that literally had that babbling brook, a beautiful rock-strewn little yeah. creek, and we went over to a party one day, and all the little kids were in it. It was pretty amazing. I have not been back in a while. I don't know if it runs all year long, but that's the thing. You you run into spells where it gets really dry, so your, your pond gets low. We have a pond, uh, well, there's couple ponds out here in the country one neighbor just around the corner had his pond go empty for reasons i don't i don't know what happened Mm -hmm. well we think it leaked what the pond can't leak i mean it leak it's already in the earth what does it leak into more earth bro pond leak bro they leak so he had to bring in a guy who had a dozer and he spent a lot of time in the dry pond bed when it got dry enough and wasn't too muddy to get stuck. He was just ran over it, ran over it. He really packed it down. Cause if you get a hard clay bottom surface that will hold the water, but there can be leaks in the hard clay bottom surface of a farm Ugh. pond. I thought no about thanks. having it. I thought about having a farm pond dug on my 10 acres and even um, went as far as to, have a guy come over to take a look at the land and say, well, we could probably do it here. But then you get into permitting and then you get into regulations and then it's a matter of, okay, if it's not deep enough, it'll be too hot. So any fish that might be in there, they're going to die. Then you still got to put chemicals in it. It's a whole big to do. So guess what? Patrick Mahomes, you're in the pond game. Congratulations. But here's what I really wanted to get to. He's got a truncated football field. 
at his yeah. dream home that goes approximately 40 yards before it runs out of space. Even though he could have built a full-scale one, I guess he figured uh, throwing 40-yard dimes was enough. Isn't yeah. that sort of like building an office next to your home? <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's yeah. That's like that's like an actuary who you know gets you know like all right in my dream home. I'm gonna big out of a big spreadsheet. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get put it up on the projector. It's gonna be great. Or a bellman that builds a small hotel next to his house, so he can just then go do bellman <laughs> keep, shit. Keep over bellman. There. Anyway, yeah, so the Netflix now, documentary me, looks absolutely amazing. Let me ask you this: He's got he built a par three course. It's a hole on it. It's That's just a, one hole. It's yeah. one par three hole. Okay, yeah. he did not build a course. No, but I imagine there's other tee boxes on the property he could set up, and you could shoot at the hole from different angles. So it'd be now. You're you're Patrick Mahomes, Abe. He can afford as much land as he wants. Actually, really. Actually, I, I think it's kind of a bougie looking house. I don't think it's that uh, that baller to be honest now i've only seen the aerial shot of it but i mean it's outside of kansas city now i'm gonna well, anger my my missouri friends that listen and my kansas city friends. Well, and your kansas friends yeah right but i mean it's fucking kansas city man don't build this size of home there build one of those in Vail in colorado or in wyoming <laughs> or in california Bro, which he could do, yeah. yeah, which he could do. Build one of those homes well, that has no cell service but costs four million dollars, just like uh, Aaron Rodgers did out there in Malibu. That's what you want. That, that is what you want. No <laughs> cell service. Okay, here's what I'm saying if you're gonna build a one hole, at least get your driver out of the bag, right? I mean. You know, if I'm going to build a hole, it's got to be at least a par four. I'd like to use my entire bag. I, I, you know, extend the thing 70 yards or whatever. And, you know, let's let's go. That's to me. That is a huge that is a huge wasted opportunity. A big miss. Huh? Put a par three on. Yes, yeah. Don't you think? Nah, as a golfer, I'd say nah. In fact, I think doing the single par three is also it's going to be a waste of money. These synthetic greens. They're really good when they're first installed, mm -hmm. but they too need maintenance charge. They've got to be rolled and brushed and cleaned yeah. and cleared, yeah. and they don't last much beyond 10 years or so before mm. the fibers start to fade. They get matted down. The green speeds become untenable. Roots get underneath the thing. I mean, I had one at my old house, a very small one, and when I went back this is funny. When I went back to the old house, because you sent me that board game, Pandemic. Yeah. At the height right. of the pandemic. At, oh, at your, yeah, at your old house. And the guy was able to contact me, and he said, you know, someone sent something here to the house, so I came by to get it. And I said, if you mind, can I just see how the backyard's doing? He's like, yeah, your putting green's seen better days. And I go out there, and I was like, ah! It was all riddled with tree roots that wow. were causing bumps and humps. Yeah. It was unusable. And I'm like, well, I'm glad I fucking sold the place. Yeah, not yet. It's not your problem now, is it? Exactly. All right, enough yeah. prelude. Jesus, let's get to the good shit. I'm going to start with your selections. And let's start with Doug Peterson for the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
hiring his son to be on staff. Well, isn't that wonderful? Of all the qualified people in the game of football, all the coaches, assistant coaches, Mm -hmm. personnel guys who are grinding their way through, you know, uh, the lesser leagues and Division One, One Double A, and Division Two, II, Division Three, Arena League, World yeah, League. Yeah, they they did an exhaustive search for the most qualified guy, and bah, just what do you know? To be, what do you know? How to be Doug Peterson's what, kid? What are the odds? Yes. My kid happens to be the most one of the I don't know whatever what is the roster limit eighty three players one of the best eighty three players we could possibly have on the Jaguars happens to be my son. Here's if my head coach goes, you know what? I want to comes to me. I own the if I own the Jaguars, I'm uh, Shad Khan, and I own the I own the Jaguars. Comes to me and says, yeah, I want a roster spot for my kid. I my answer would be. Hell no! They're not putting your USFL kid on my team. If he's so good, one of the other thirty-one teams will have him. Hell no would be my answer to that. Yeah, uh, but you know, nepotism in the NFL runs deep and runs Rampage. wide, and it's yes. all over the place. And God forbid you even raise your voice in a local market where the coach might be beloved, like Joe Jackson Gibbs when he came back the second time in DC. Because I was like. Yep. Wow, he's he's hiring Coy to be his quality control guy, <laughs> and he's hiring. And it, and they were like, "How dare you say that? What does he not have a right to do that?" I mean, to the point where Andy Reid, knowing his son had severe drug addiction problems, had him on staff, had him in Eagles camp, and then they found him dead one morning with drugs all over his dorm room. In Philadelphia's, you know, training camp. Remember that? Unbelievable. Yeah, we had a similar scenario here. At one point, we had we had Norv Turner and Norv's kid. We had Mike <laughs> Zimmer and his kid on staff, and his kid eventually drank himself to death. Oh, that's right. That's right. I remember that. Holy shit. Yep. Yeah, it's it's just. I don't know, man. You think the NFL, and it's just it's none of the other leagues are like this. I mean, there's. You don't get this anywhere else. Only the NFL, where these, these yeah. coaches are, are a, and coaches are able to do this for their family at the expense of somebody else who deserves the job. By the way, right? But this is a good lesson for all you young people listening right now. This happens in every industry. Every industry. It is not limited just to football. Now, I would say that it seems like the other sports resist that kind of nepotism, like. Baseball men seem to respect other baseball men who have put in their time, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing for basketball. Hockey, I couldn't speak to. But you're right. In the NFL, it's it's shameless. It is. I guess guess because teams have so much invested in every coach they hire, thinking this guy's the guy. He's got a full autonomy. We've got to back him. We can't then quietly go, hey, uh. I don't know if you should hire your son. <laughs> Unreal. So Unreal, Zabe. So, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it bugs me. So I, I was like, one of the things that I want to see if anybody else is bothered by this, the rampant nepotism. You can be my nepotism buddy for this. All right. Uh, Packers are projected to have the cheapest offense in the league this year in terms of salary cap dollars. Now, right now, they're second to last, only to Carolina. But they expect that to change when the final 53 gets set. And I don't think the fans 
are ready for what could, could happen, Charge. And that is, this team could struggle. I mean, just labor to score points this year. Well, let's hope so, Zabe. For the love of God. Well, you for know, a Viking waiting, fan, you're like, from your lips. For this team to struggle. <laughs> I know. To score points. Jesus Christ. I mean, but, I, and, and money does not necessarily equate to production. They feel very good about their young receivers. But I'm telling you right now, Christian Watson, nice kid, super fast, getting over his early drop issue. I'm telling you, Church, put him down for five or six missed games easily with soft tissue injuries. This is what Ferraris do. Ferraris go in the shop all the time. I've watched this league long enough to know the faster you are, pretty much you're going to be in the shop a lot. So what happens then You know, when there's an injury to Aaron Jones – who's one of the more expensive pieces on offense, Christian Watson, and there's Jordan Love as his first year as a starter, trying to make a ham sandwich out of Samari Torre and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the other the other kid who, was, who flashed last year. Romeo Dubs. Romeo, my Romeo, mm-hmm. with uh, mystery meat at tight end. They still haven't addressed that position. they got a rookie they hope can be kind of good, but he's not super highly touted. And... I don't know. It could be a real fucking struggle, man. Yeah, well, let's hope so, Zabe. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's you know, I I can I can only say boo freaking who. I know. You know, I my my while you guys had two quarterbacks in thirty years, my team probably had fifteen. So you know, I'm just you know not listening to that. And I, but I and the and the I Cleveland Browns you, and the Redskins slash Commanders oh God. had oh, yeah. a jersey so long you couldn't put all the names on it. Yeah, that the the Browns jersey thing is brilliant. Oh, I it? love it. Yeah, except they it's stopped so doing it because they felt like you know, it was I, I forget what they said, but they were like, yeah, we we decided that too many they outsiders retired. were bashing on us. It's weird how Clevelanders what? get very yeah, Clevelanders get very provincial about nobody else can talk shit about us. We know we've got issues as a city. <laughs> but if we send yeah. somebody else's bagging on us, fuck you. We will turn on you. So, yeah. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out 
Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone, you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Okay, you action-loving sports maniacs, look, we all like having something-something on the games. Hell, it's what keeps us from going to bed or watching Top Chef. But when you are putting your money out there on these rough gambling streets, the number one thing you need to know is simply this. A, when will I get my money without a hassle? And B, is this online sports book going to be a dirt patch in a cloud of dust next week? Well, with the official sweet action site of the ZabeCast, my bookie is that place. I've been doing business with them for over five years. They've got great odds, don't gouge on the VIG, have all kinds of props and futures, and best of all, in the rare case there's ever a customer service issue, guess who your customer service rep is? That's right. Me, El Baldo. So get in there, open an account, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, so they know that I sent you. And bet with your head no over it. And you'll never look back. You'll never be tempted to try these other big clown books that are spending a trillion dollars on fancy ad campaigns. MyBookie.com, MyBookie.com. You got a bookie? Yes, you do. And you don't have to meet him in a seedy Italian restaurant to settle up. Um, let's see here. Uh, we've got jury duty. You're watching this show. I want to tell you about this show. Yes. Yeah. All right. So here's the premise of the show. The, a guy shows up for jury duty and it is, he's the only person who's not in on the hoax. He's a normal guy who thinks he's going to jury duty, but the entire thing is an elaborate staging for and everybody else is an actor and everything is scripted and they put him through an increasingly bizarre it's a comedy an increasingly bizarre and absurd case that ends up with all these crazy wacky jurors all around him and the case is absurd the, the premise of the case is this stoner guy is a, he works at a t-shirt factory and he's being sued by the owner of the t-shirt factory because he passed out and then pissed and shit in a in a huge thing of t-shirts and ruined the batch of t-shirts and it's over the course of the show you hear him trying to defend himself he's got the world's worst public defender ever and the guy's totally unprepared and it's it's it is the premise is great um, and he's the the one guy. So it really focuses on the one guy who doesn't know the whole thing is a bit. And he's just a regular good guy trying to make trying to make sense of this re- 
ridiculous situation that he's in. And the show is very good and has some genuinely very funny moments in it. And because the guy's such a good guy, you end up rooting for him. Just, you know, really, I, I'm on to the last episode now where they're going to do the big reveal and he's going to find out the whole thing's, you know, as a yeah. setup. I've been told it's an outstanding piece of television and a brilliant concept. I cannot get into it for this simple reason. Okay. I cringe already at the notion <laughs> of the dummies who have to decide your legal fate in our mm. current jury system. Now, is it better than every other system in the world? Yes, it is. But it's still a shit show of unimaginable proportions to think. And I've never had to be on a jury. Can you hear me knocking on wood? Karma gods. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, okay, you, you have to try to reason with people who don't even operate on reason. They operate on emotion and anecdotes. And you have to sit there in a room with them and try to like sort shit out. Like, well, legally that doesn't matter. Oh man, I ain't I ain't gonna I ain't gonna vote to convict. He ain't done nothing wrong. He just he just fell asleep and shit himself. I mean, we all can do that. <laughs> right? Uh, like that would be real that, jury duty. It, it would be. Now I've been i I was five years ago, I was the foreman of my jury. And it wasn't that far off of that. Unfortunately, we had a guy that was just a grade A scumbag who beat his mom in a White Castle restaurant. And the first thing we do when we when we go to our deliberations, I'm like, well, let's just see what it's just going to temperature the room right now. And let's just see where people are on guilty, not guilty. The guy and the guy goes up on the stand and just lies on the stand about whose mom was attacking him and all this other stuff. And he's just the dude is a bad, bad dude. So the 12 of us sit down in the room and I'm like, all right, let's just see where this thing stands right now. And I, we all do a private anonymous vote. And I open up the votes, 11 not guilties, and I'm the only guy guilty. And I'm like, oh, great. This is going to be yeah. going to be an uphill battle the whole way. Right. Now and they've the, ganged and, up yeah. on you. They're like, listen, asshole, you're the reason we don't get to go home to our families. Time to change your vote. And you've got to weigh your own conscience against a room full of impatient dummies. So I think for that reason, it's it's a hard ask for me to watch it because I already hate the system so much. All but right. I'll, I'll gonna, give it a try. Well, you don't have to. You could try one episode and see if you like it. But let me mention this. This is not the first time this has been done. A Another brilliant show started 12 years or 20 years ago called The Joe Schmo show which had a very similar uh premise which was they were they took a regular person who applied to be on a fake reality tv show like big brother where everybody gets stuck in a house and then mm -hmm. they do competitions and they get voted out one at a time one at a time one at a time one guy the joe schmo was the only person that wasn't an actor and the whole thing was scripted and it was very funny and they it was dirty so they would have competitions. He shows up to this thing thinking it's going to be Big Brother. They'd have competitions like who can keep their hand on a high-priced hooker for the longest. <laughs> and so they're all holding the hooker, and he's trying to be the last guy out. So it's just absurdly stuff. And the reason I mentioned the Joe Schmo show, which I highly recommend if you can find it now, they've done three different iterations of it over the last 20 years, and there's a fourth version coming to TBS shortly 
And so I'm raising some awareness for Joe Schmokes. I think it's a great show. Okay. All right. Well, All right. Uh, I'll put that in my back note pocket it. and note Please it do. and see if I can. Um, Disney in a slump. Nobody's going to cry for them because, boy, do they gouge the shit out of you when you take your family. But here's mm-hmm. the headline. The average wait time to board a ride in the Magic Kingdom is plummeting. And, you know, Disney can hide all they want about their financials and massage them the way they want. But a website uh, or a, a data from an analysis firm called Touring Plans tracks wait times. Because I guess yeah. they have users do this, and there's a way that they can get a hard number on wait times, and that really tells you all you need to know. So here's the bottom line. In 2019, prior to the pandemic, the average wait time to board a ride in the Magic Kingdom was 47 minutes. Ugh, average. No. Fuck Ugh. me. After the pandemic, when they finally opened again full bore in 2022, last year, it had shrunk to 31 minutes. So that's a huge drop from 47 to 31 minutes. And I'm thinking, all right, it's probably rebounded a bit now in 2023. Right. Wrong. It's going even further lower. 27 minutes is now the so time. So are people not going or are people not going anymore? Or is they have they somehow managed to make these rides like shorter and they can they can turn the ride faster? No. Travel agents and industry analysts say the combination of high theme park ticket prices, Florida's sweltering summer heat, and the allure of visiting Europe and other foreign destinations could explain the downturn in foot traffic at the Mouse House. If I may, oh, dear New York Post.com writer, all those things have been around for a while. The high fucking prices, Florida's sweltering summer, mm-hmm. and Europe's been there for a long time. Don't say, well, it could be these three factors that have been a factor the whole fucking time. Europe's been there for a long time. Yes. <laughs> it's been there for like hundreds of years. Now, Bob Chapek, <laughs> the guy that Iger bumped out when Iger made his return, had done a lot of shit that pissed people off. He got rid of some of the free services that were once available to visitors. Uh, He started charging for parking at Disney. Imagine that you paid $179 as an adult for the day. For the right to stand in line for 40 minutes on average for a ride that lasts three minutes. And then they stick you for parking on top of it. As if you have an option to not park there. What other option would you have? Exactly. To get to Central Florida. You, you can know, take and- shuttles. They have shuttles from hotels. So some people drive and park. But here, here's the interesting thing about the whole story, right? And a lot of people who believe Disney has gone too woke are going to play the whole go woke, get broke, blah, blah. Here's the net net. They actually had their best revenue year ever. Disney oh. theme parks had a generated revenue of $28.7 billion and a profit of $7.9 billion. Oh, my God. So they, they, their bottom line profit at parks was $7,900 million alone in 2022, and that was up from pre-pandemic in which they only made 6.8 billion. So they're up over a thousand 
million dollars a year since 2019, even though fewer people apparently are going to the parks right now in the summer. That is that's insane. Now tell me this, because I think this says a lot about who you are. Would you buy the fast pass so that you can skip to the front of the line? Fast pass has gone through many iterations, my friend. And let me tell you, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Sure, people Mm -hmm. buy it, of course. Now, when we went with our small children, they were very autism aware and friendly. So we got the super get to the front of the line pass for our daughter, Catherine, and it Uh let the whole family ride. So our experience was not typical. They, of course, then found out people were, wait for it, abusing that. Of course they were. Yes, of course. And so they had to shut it down. And they have since done a number of iterations where you can buy a fast pass, say, I'll be back in 40 minutes. I'll go do something else. But there's nothing else to do with these fucking parks except swelter, get pissed off at humanity, and spend money on (laughs) shitty food and souvenirs you don't want. There's not much. I've been there three times, George. Have you been there? You've got one beautiful daughter who's now in college, right? Well, uh, she's touring colleges. She's going to be senior in high school. Okay. Uh, she's never been. We actively decided not to raise her in a Disney culture. Good. Not as not as like a necessarily a protest for political reasons or anything else. Just I don't like their shit. And I don't want to be a part of it. And I didn't, you know, I I didn't want, I just, that stuff it's, never appealed to me. It's, it's just, schlocky, it's schlocky and pedestrian and cliched. And for the money, yes, you could go take your kid somewhere in Europe and they would yes. have a much more interesting fucking time and maybe right. learn so, something. And I did. Five years ago, we went to London. So that was our Disney trip instead. It was probably about the same amount of money, maybe even less, considering how expensive Disney Easily. is. You get a worldly experience yes. out of that. Yes, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So that's, I, you know, we just, I just very actively, it's like, you know, we didn't watch all the kids' movies. We didn't do any of that stuff. And, and it paid off, you know, as it turned, you know, now she's totally Disney agnostic, which is, I think, I consider maybe my crowning achievement as a parent. Not bad. Well done, my friend. Lastly, I got to tell you this. I'm seeing more and more stories, Charge, that say they are fed up with tipping culture. Yeah, that's right. So you have been at the tip of the spear on the tipping phenomenon in this country. Somebody tweeted how he went to a frozen yogurt place where you went to the wall of frozen yogurt pumpers with your cup. And yeah. you filled your cup up with whatever flavors you wanted. And then you go to check out and the woman says, turns the screen around and says, and it's just going to ask you if you'd like to tip. And he's yes. like, tip. I fucking did everything. All you did was <laughs> ring me up. I, I did everything. So what do you mean? Tip. <laughs> yes. Oh, my favorite is after we talked, somebody sent me a picture of the tip jar at the end of the self checkout at a grocery store. <laughs> That's an irony right there, isn't it? It really is. You know, it's it's preying on people's guilt and it's trying to, you know, pass along a cost to the customers. If you feel like you can't hire employees at X dollars per hour to do the job, raise the price of your fucking yogurt and do it that way. Stop turning the screen around. It, I'm not yeah, why do you have shit. to why do you have to guilt me as like the final the final moment of our interaction together has to be one of guilt. Exactly. Come on. Leaves leaves everyone with a bad feeling in their mouth. 
or bad Correct. taste in their mouth and a bad feeling in their heart. Uh, GuillotineLeagues.com. Never too early to start pumping it, baby. GuillotineLeagues.com. Get your league together. Play for money. Play for pride. Play for country, for glory, for whiskey, for mm-hmm. whiskey. whatever you want to play for. And have a blast playing Charge's ingenious creation, which is one part fantasy, one part Survivor League. You will probably never go back to regular fantasy again, unless it's just a supplement. All right? GuillotineLeagues.com. All right, buddy. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. See Did you know that MyBookie.com has more than just sports gambling? Oh, yeah. They've got an online casino that is amazingly fun to play and can be quite profitable. Want to sharpen some skills for a trip to Vegas or maybe another casino? You want to practice card counting, bet variants, or some exotic strategy you saw on TikTok? MyBookie.com. And of course, there's always the sports. Not just football, which we're all salivating about, but baseball, golf, tennis, boxing, MMA, and a bunch of stuff that you'll say, wait, I can bet something on that? Yes, you can. Get an account at MyBookie.com. Enter promo code ZABE so they know that I sent you. And splash around and have some fun in life, especially after you get that reimbursement check from your sales meeting in Grand Forks, South Dakota. MyBookie.com, the one, the only, the official sports book of the Zabecast.